0: Welcome to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, a podcast for managing and growing your legal practice.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us for the second part of our three-part series with Ed Herman, Managing Partner, Brown and Crouppen. We always like to to give tips and provide attorneys the right direction just based upon the audience that's listening. But Sarah raised a good point when you're talking about the intake. So you have that information and you you have those seven-ish points in your head when you're going through the process and you're talking with a potential client. If you determine that this isn't a case that you want – what is the best way to communicate to the potential client that you're not taking their case? Well,
0: the best thing for us is, you know, we have a very large network of Or the of best attorneys. way, I should say. We have, it depends if we're going to refer the case or co-counsel on the case versus if we're, we don't think that they have a case. And it's very important how you do this because from a marketing standpoint, I believe the most valuable people that you have out there aren't necessarily your current clients or your former clients. The most valuable or untapped resource are the people that you said no to, and I'll, I'll talk if you're interested in a couple minutes about why they're the most valuable people. But uh, uh, getting back to your your question, which I've now completely forgotten, uh, had to do with um,
2: <laughs> how do you uh, how do you tell a client or oh, a potential you, client? Yes, okay. okay.
0: So this is this is how you do it, and we explain to them. We say, listen, when people call our firm, there are certain cases where we think we're the best fit to handle it in house. And then there's other cases that we think might be better handled with us just acting as co-counsel, but having the lead counsel be one of the firms inside of our network. And let me explain why. And usually, you always have to couch things in the things that are in the best interest of their file. They don't care about what's in the best interest of your firm, nor should they have to care about that. Can't expect them to care about that. But you do couch it in terms of you know our experience with a type of case like yours is that You know, you're looking not just for maximum recovery, but you're also looking for it to come as quickly as possible. And when we get cases like this, it helps us to use one of our attorneys that has the capacity to put your case on the top of their pile Mm -hmm. so that it gets the attention that it needs today. And believe me, I would love to take every case in the world and never share a case with anybody, but in the interest of your case and getting it to the top of a pile— I would rather make one of our co-counsel the lead on this, help, your, help it get through a little bit quicker. And usually people understand that and they appreciate that. And most people, look, they want representation. And, of course, we have a big well-known brand name. But if, you're, if you just explain it, you're not sure with them, you facilitate it, I'm not going to send you out into the ether with a phone number and say, call this guy. I'm going to put you on with our head of co-counsel relations. And she's going to talk you through the process and we're going to talk you through who we're sending your case to and why. And then we're going to get them on the phone and we're going to try to secure the relationship. So that, that part is usually pretty smooth. You know, declining somebody, you know, in our situation, it's typically because we don't think that they have a case that is going to be worth their time and their effort. Notice I say their time and their effort, not our time and our effort. One of the worst things you can do is leave a client with the impression that the reason you didn't take their case was it wasn't good enough for you. It wasn't big enough for you. Then they think, well, who are these guys? They say they're fighters, but they're not, they only take the easy cases. They don't want to fight with my case. They think it's too hard. Or they say, Oh, my case isn't big enough for them. You know, it's not valuable enough for them. They only want to work on bigger stuff. You don't want people out there saying either one of those things. So it's very important for you when you do decline somebody. Uh, that you have a meaningful conversation with them and you explain to them why, you know, there's an emotional investment that a client makes in pursuing a case. It will take a toll on you. It will go on for a year, maybe two. You'll be thinking about it. You'll be obsessing over it. And and if I felt like you were going to get a nice recovery at the end, I would tell you it's worth the pain and the stress. Mm -hmm. But if I'm being completely honest with you, and I'll always do that with the client, I'll say are you okay with me being completely honest with you? And everybody always says yes to that because instinctively we, we don't want people to lie to us. So we say yes. Once they've given you that permission, you can deliver some bad news. And you can say, you know, my, my belief and my experiences is that I don't think we're going to be successful in getting you a recovery and here's why. And I don't, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. And I certainly suggest that you get other opinions because other people may see it differently. But what I don't wanna do is I don't wanna take your emotions on a two year ride that doesn't get you to the destination that you wanna get
1: to. Sure, And that's so important because you're putting the client interest first. Right, And at the end of the day, and, and this is maybe what you were alluding to earlier, is when you're having those difficult conversations, whether it's you're referring out, but they really want you, or you're declining the case, you want that client leaving that meeting knowing that they were heard, that they were spoken to in a professional way and that you had their best interest. So when they walk out, that person is going to talk to other people. Right. And And there's your... And that's, yes, now
0: we come full circle to my Mm -hmm. other point. Why are the declines more valuable to you than the ones that you take? The ones that you take, you have to consistently do top quality work from the beginning of the representation through the end before they have a fully formed opinion on how you did as an attorney. A decline is going to form an opinion in the course of a 10-minute conversation. And if you have an effective 10-minute conversation, they can actually feel validated, heard. They can appreciate that you took the time to really explain to them so that they can have some closure in the matter and understand why the recovery may not be there for them. And they appreciate that. But here's why the declines are so important. In our business, we decline far more people than we accept. We get a ton of phone calls, even within our practice area, even in the world of, say, auto accident, the most basic area, we still decline more people than we accept. So if you know that you're declining more people than you're bringing in for whatever reason, that's a large pool of people. Now, what makes that pool of people special? There are people out there that will never hire a lawyer. They just never will for any reason. And then there are people out there that would hire a lawyer, but they wouldn't hire you why not? Maybe they've never heard of you. Maybe they don't like what you do for a living. Maybe they don't like your advertising, but they're never going to hire you. But anybody that calls your office automatically has pre-qualified themselves in those two largest obstacles. They are the kind of person that would hire a lawyer. And if given the choice, they would hire you. They called you because they wanted you. And now you have to tell them no. So how do you tell them no? But you still build a relationship with them so that the next time they have a question, they still come back to you. And that's the art. That's the, that's the untapped resource for most uh, firms. And that's why I will sit there at the end of a decline call and I'll say, listen, you know, I, I want to be appreciative that you thought to call us for advice. It means a lot to us. It really does. I mean, this is, these are big deals for people. That they turn to you for advice, that your words, your knowledge and experience mean something to them is very, very, very special. So I like to always acknowledge that. And then I tell them, listen, put my number in your cell phone. You know, I'll give them my own number. I, it doesn't matter. I don't mind. Put my number in your cell phone. I want you to know that just because we, we answered your legal questions this time, I don't want you to ever feel like you've used up your free consultations. You haven't. Any legal question that comes up for you in your life, I want you to feel unrestricted that you can call that phone and ask your question. And just by doing that, just by extending that, most of them won't. You know, they don't have a question. But, but going out of your way to make it that inviting, to make them feel like even though we're not representing you in this matter, in a way, we're still kind of your go-to lawyer. We're still the people that you should go to. And if you do that consistently every single time and then try to keep those people in your circle, in your world, build that relationship through social media, through mailers, through birthday cards, through random calls once in a while just to check in on them, that is gold. That's the kind of thing that keeps your acquisition cost down. Because every time you can get a client for a zero acquisition cost, it takes your average acquisition cost down. And, and the way you make a profit in this business is you only focus on two numbers. How do I make each of my cases more valuable? And how do I keep my acquisition cost as low as possible? Because between those two numbers is where all of your profit resides. And then the only question becomes, how much of that do you get to keep and, and how much goes to your other expenses? And just
1: think, when that person leaves, not only are you building that relation, right? So you're, you're top of mind, but then they're going to... Communicate and speak with other people, right. exactly. and then you you get those referrals. So referral isn't always just referring to another firm; it's referrals coming from another potential client.
2: So speaking of right. referrals, I'm sorry, you always go first. I feel like sometimes you have to let me go first when Ed's done talking. Um,
0: <laughs> Man, just calling you right out on the, <laughs> uh, on the this,
2: air. This, this is us. <laughs> um, First, I just want to call Brandon and Croupin because that made me feel very warm and fuzzy. Like, I need to just have your phone number in my phone. Should I ever have questions? Don't give it to her. You're,
1: you're, don't you're, don't you're, give it to her. I'm telling you. No, don't, no. don't do
2: it. No, I, I, real quick, I want to circle back to the referrals, though. Um, if you are, you, you had this network, you said, and you've decided you need to refer a case out. I want to go back to the Wallet when you are referring cases out and serving as co-counsel you've negotiated a deal right yeah. with this lead counsel so assuming um we'll use your practice area for example because they're contingent that there is a payout there's a percentage paid out to co-counsel right. so the wallet's still getting a little bit bigger well, right the
0: wallet though only with money not with yeah. work because once yep. you've once you've kind of handed that to another firm, they're going to do it from that point on, the lion's share of the work. Now, you do stay on for ethical reasons. You want to comply with the rules of professional conduct. Uh, so you do have to maintain joint responsibility, and the client has to agree to the fact and understand the fact that the fee is going to be divided, but it's not going to increase – their portion at all or decrease their portion at all. It's just, you know, that's between the attorneys. So you do obviously want to make sure that you have set that up with the ethical rules. But the reality of it is, if you had kept that case in-house, it takes up a big chunk of your wallet. If you send it out, it takes up just a little bit of your wallet because you're just doing a, a little piece of the work. In our situation, what we mostly tell people is, you know, we, we, we can still be your point person. You can still contact us if you have any issues getting an update from your attorney, you know, the lead attorney, or if the lead attorney's not returning a call because maybe he's in court, maybe he's out, you know, call us. And, and we always know what's going on with the files. You know, we, we're, we are always kept updated. We do have a little co-counsel department and that's all they do is, is help connect people to other people and then monitor the activity that goes on on the files. Because we want to make sure everything's moving forward, and we know that we are on the hook from a malpractice standpoint, uh, because we do right. share joint responsibility. In most instances, if your co-counsel, you know, uh, makes a mistake, it's you know, you both might be on the hook for it. But you know what? That's why we have insurance, and that's why you got to be real careful about choosing who you're going to work with.
2: Sure.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Entrepreneur Lawyer, the second part of our three-part series. Stay tuned for the final part with Managing Partner Brian Krupin Ed Herman.
0: Thank you for listening to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, presented by Lexicon. Lexicon is a legal software and services provider that enables lawyers to do what they do best, practice law. Tune in next time with our hosts, and be sure to subscribe and leave your review on your preferred podcast streaming platform or by visiting lexiconservices.com.